for it. It's all for one, and it's one for all. Let's go. The time that we all been waiting on The moment all the naysayers been hating on See they been talking down on us and flexing It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up But not the boys on Kirby so you can pack it up Reliant Stadium is where you can find us With the whole city of Houston, Texas Alright guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered A Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans uh, I am Young Ari Gold and I... I was missing from last night's podcast as I was in L.A. Um, it was very hard to not be a part of that podcast, but my family came first uh, on Monday. So here I am, uh, and I am actually joined by a loyal listener, Ryan, who has been a listener for quite some time, has been emailing me about getting on the show and talking Texans for a little bit, and um, I wanted to make sure that I gave him the opportunity to do so. So, Ryan, thank you for joining the podcast. Uh, I really appreciate it. Hey, absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself and uh, how long you've been a Texans fan, and and we'll go from there. So funny story. Um, I've actually been a Houston Texans fan since their very first game uh, back in 2002. Uh, Small confession, I actually used to be a Cowboys fan. Um, But after that first game, uh, I was really excited for a new team uh, and kind of of switched after the first game. I've been a fan ever since. And uh, uh, it was kind of a while uh, that, you know, I, you know, took a lot of crap from friends, um, obviously, as, you know, kind of endured some rough seasons. But, uh, of course, getting to the, the first playoff, uh, the first playoff appearance was was really sweet. And I've just really ex- been excited to see this team grow, uh, whether that have been through um, early drafts or, uh, you know, through free agency. Um, and so now, hey, we're here. We're seven and three. And I'm just really excited to, to see uh, what's coming up next. No, I agree. I agree. That's cool. Welcome, welcome from the dark side. That's great. I hate the Texans. You are the Cowboys. You know, obviously, you know that because you listen. But um, yeah, that's that's awesome to hear. So, what are your thoughts on the team now? Where are you? What are you thinking as far as where the team is currently? How it's currently constructed? You know, what are the what are your expectations? Not just for the season, but in general for the team moving forward. Sure. Um, so. Well, right now, again, uh, you know, the, as the saying goes, you kind of are, you know, rec- what your record says. Um, you know, we're seven and three, uh, which, you know, it says that, you know, we are obviously a very good football team. Uh, however, I do feel like there are a lot of cracks uh, right now in our team that we definitely need to fix uh, before we, we do hit the postseason. And I think that's going to go ahead and start here with Tennessee, a team that beat us earlier this year. Um, I feel that Bill O'Brien has constructed a team that truly does believe in each other. Um, that is willing to really go the extra mile uh, for their coaches and for their teammates in order to and do whatever it takes to win. And um, you know, as far as as far as the offense goes, uh, obviously uh, Deshaun Watson, we're kind of seeing those kind of that kind of sophomore slump and some uh, deficiencies in his game that weren't as apparent last year that he's trying to work through. Uh, it seems like he's getting a little bit better, um, but right now the game plan just seems to be that Bill O'Brien's trying to you know run the rock as much as possible. Uh, limit the amount of times that his quarterback can make a mistake and kind of hopefully that the defense is playing well enough that day to, you know, to make that formula work. And so far it has. Um, so just really, you know, uh, 
I do feel like there's going to be some improvements, uh, especially with uh, with the addition of De- Demarius Thomas. I think definitely is going to help the team, uh, even re- kind of regardless of him only getting one target this last game. Um, as far as the defense goes, I think obviously the defense has won us. Uh, the main reason that we, you know, we we are at the record that we are today, um, and I still feel like they haven't reached their potential yet. Um, of course, you know JJ Watt coming off of injury. I think Whitney Merciless still hasn't shown us his best game yet. Um, but I think our secondary um, has been extremely strong. Uh, Kareem Jackson having an All-Pro year, um, you know, special teams as well. Uh, I really do like the the addition of uh, DeAndre Carter. Um, I think that we kind of knew what we had with Tyler Irvin, and so adding him, uh, I think was 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 key. Um, I think you know, special teams coverage which has been a pretty big weak spot for our team past uh, couple of years. Has been a little uh, as what was a weak spot. I feel like we've kind of corrected that. Uh, but overall, moving forward, what I expect, I, w- I would like to hope that, you know, our offense could could have at least a little bit uh, or edge a little bit closer to what the offense was last year uh, when Watson was really just putting it through the air. And, you know, um, and he kind of kind of had to just because of our, def- uh, our uh, defensive def- uh, deficiencies and losses that we had last year. But, uh, you know, I, I think that our defense is, is going to get a little bit better. Uh, I do see, I do see that uh, going in the right direction. I just kind of hope that, you know, Bill O'Brien will start to trust Deshaun a little bit more uh, so that, you know, we can really make a good playoff run. Um, now, do, am I thinking Super Bowl? Um, that, that's going to be kind of tough as, you know, I've kind of watched, you know, like the Saints play. So, you know, of course you watch the the Rams and the Chiefs last night. And, you know, as I'm watching those teams, you kind of, you kind of have to be honest with yourself and say that that that's not us. Uh, we are not of that kind of caliber team yet to compete, but can we? Uh, absolutely. So, I mean, it's, but of course, uh, there's a lot of football left to be played and only time will tell. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I agree a hundred percent and you're, you're pretty much spot on. Um, so with, with Deshaun and, and having a quarterback now, uh, considering that I, I know we had like three or four years of shop, but, uh, do you think, what are your thoughts on Deshaun and, and do you think that he is, he is what everybody is thinking he is, or do you have some reservations, uh, you hinted at uh, you know a little bit about Bob letting him run the offense and things like that and and uh, kind of limiting it right now. But uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on the quarterback position in general and 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 where we're at now? So um, obviously with with Matt Schaub, Matt Schaub is you know the Texans with Matt Schaub was was in a really weird position uh, mainly because you know Matt Schaub was going to be a really he was an above average quarterback that was uh, you know going to going to have some, you know, have some really great games through the air. And, you know, he was always just good enough to where there was no way you could let him go because you just weren't going to find a much better quarterback either through the draft or free agency. Um, yeah. So, I mean, so he was too good, like not to, uh, you know, to not let go, but he was also, you know, he was never going to win you the, the big game. Um, so we were kind of in that kind of limbo state with, with Matt Schaub. Now with Deshaun Watson, I feel like there is so much more hope uh, to, uh, for him to show up in big moments. I think that started uh, back when he uh, beat Alabama in the national championship game and even competed with them uh, the year before. And you, you've just seen glimpses of just being a really special player. Um, and I mean, I, again, I think, you know, with last year, I think he really showed that. Um, and then this year, I mean, he showed glimpses of it. And I think that he can eventually return to form. And I think that's just going to take some time. Um, but right now, you know, I mean, the, the thing is he has to play mistake free. Uh, with the Washington game, you know, there could have been a few plays here or there to where, you know, we're, we're not seven and three. We're, we're very easily six and four. And, you know, having to kind of, you know, have that reflection, self, uh, self-reflection self of, you know, what we needed to do to move forward. But I think for as far as Deshaun goes, 
Um, I think he's just a really great player, real great leader. You can tell that team it really rallies around him and believes in him. And so I, I just think it's just going to be a matter of time so that he can really get that that, that offense down uh, with Bill, uh, with Bob, especially with all those option routes that receivers have to run. Um, but I think he's going to be a really great quarterback for the next ten uh, to ten to twelve years for us. Awesome. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, you, do you think that Schaub, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt that year that we we played the Ravens? Um, do you think that could have been the year that maybe we could have gotten over the hump if, it, if Schaub was healthy? And so something I was actually, I, yeah, I had should have mentioned there is I I, so I tell my friends to this day uh, that I believe that that year that Schaub went down, I believe it was at Albert Hainsworth. I think that that fell on his foot. Uh, I really do believe that he was good enough to to lead us to a, a Super Bowl run. Um, you know, of course, TJ Yates had some great moments, but that year um, I, I think we were clicking on all cylinders, and that was one of the better. Uh, defenses that we have with Wade Phillips that I've ever seen. Um, and so, you know, to this day, I still believe that he was good enough to lead us to a Super Bowl, especially if you can get guys like, you know, Trent Dilfer uh, with a great defense leading to a Super Bowl. Why not with Matt Schaub? Um, he knew the offense, uh, you know, extremely well, uh, was putting the ball in the money. Uh, and we had a lot of guys step up, such as, you know, Jacoby Jones and, uh, and, and the rest of the crew. And so I definitely feel like that could have been a possibility. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. I think that, you know, given his injury um that was like that's one of the years that all texans fans can go back on and say like that was potentially the year that we could have done it and uh, unfortunately it just didn't happen but luckily for us now we do have deshaun so so that always helps uh so what are your thoughts on the season so far like where where are you at uh, obviously you said do you think that we'll win the super bowl you know uh, you know with the rams and the chiefs last night obviously there were very high-powered offenses. You got the Saints in in the NFC as well. You still have to worry about New England just because they are New England. But uh, you know, what are your thoughts on the season so far? And then we'll get to your what you think of the season um, after you know after yesterday. Sure. Um, so uh, you know, uh, so as far as like to answer your question, what do I think of you know of our season so far? I feel that you know it's we we could easily I think be nine and one. Um, you know, we've played a, a schedule, which I feel like has been very favorable and it's going to be continued uh, to be very favorable. Um, I think this team has the potential, um, to win, uh, completely win out, obviously huge, some huge games, um, Tennessee coming up, Indianapolis is an absolute force right now in the division and, and really storing to make a comeback. That's going to be a tough game, but I think it is at home. Uh, so I think it's winnable, uh, Philadelphia, I think is going to be kind of a, kind of a weird wild card on the road. Uh, just depending on what that picture looks like in the NFC East. Um, but I, I think this is a team that, that could potentially get a first round buy. Um, and so I think, you know, as far as, you know, before you kind of want, just wanted to talk to me about like before the playoffs, like how I think the rest of the regular season is going to pan out. Yeah. What are your expectations for the rest of the season? Yeah. I, I, and I think that, you know, we could most certainly go thir- uh, 13 and three. I, I don't feel like that's completely out of the question. Um, now, do I see, just from you know being a Texans fan for so long, thinking that we could have a hiccup here or there for a game, because uh, you know we're trying to we're keep playing these kind of grinded out games, and you just kind of never know like when that form that kind of formula is going to break uh, for a given week. So I think realistically, uh, I'm saying about twelve and four. I think we'll, we'll let up on a, a game. It wouldn't completely surprise me if we went eleven and five, but I really think that there's pretty good uh, high likelihood of of finishing up the season thirteen and three. Thirteen and three. Wow. Okay. So no more losses. You're not worried about the Colts. So, oh no, I mean, I yeah, absolutely. Am I am I worried about them? Um, especially with you know Andrew Luck uh, con- uh, continually torching 
defenses. Uh, I, do, I feel that, you know, Houston, um, that, that's going to be their toughest test. And I feel like if they can get over that hurdle, uh, I think 13 and three is, is high, a high likelihood. Yeah, I think if we can beat the Colts, um, I think that I, I think they're the only real test left. Um, I, I think that they're they're definitely riding a, an extreme high right now. I don't think Andrew Luck's gotten sacked in like the last four games or something crazy like that. They just destroyed Tennessee. Um, so yeah, I would say based on the schedule, if we were to lose a game, it would probably be the Indianapolis Colts. Um, but if, like you said, if we're able to, I think if we could, if we could beat the Colts, I think this team could could potentially get a first round bye and and really go into the playoffs on, on just this extreme high that Houston's probably never seen before from a football team. Um, cool, no, that's awesome. So, how long have you been a fan of Texans Unfiltered, and what's your what's your favorite part about the podcast? Yeah, so this is uh, this is actually kind of a, a funny story. So, like when I, I I like to go on for a run once in a while, and uh, uh, typically I can't really listen to the same music playlist over and over. I kind of like to mix it up with the podcast. And so, you know, after listening to you know all the you know John Harris and DP Sadu and you know um, and all those guys, I mean, you kind of you kind of get this feeling that they're never going to just kind of shoot you straight and tell you really how it is. Like they might kind of say, "Well, well, we kind of need to work on this," but they kind of just pave it over with all the. Uh, kind of all the the attaboys and the positive things. And so, you know, I was really looking to find a podcast that, you know, would really just tell, tell, uh, you know, te- tell Texans fans really how it was. Um, and so while I was scrolling through podcasts, I, I came across yours and, you know, I didn't know exactly know what my expectations would be, but I feel like I figured I'd give you guys a shot. Um, and so I, I figured, you know, I, I actually ended up listening to you guys for my, for my entire run. I run it for about an hour or so. Um, and I've kind of listened to you guys ever since. I think that started back in week three of this season. Um, and so kind of, you know, kind of your, your, uh, your title kind of intrigued me. I figured, you know, not just because it'd be like a cuss word here and there, but just because you guys would really shoot, really shoot Texans fans straight. And, uh, that's something that I, I've really enjoyed for, from you guys. And I think just, uh, from the, uh, I think you guys really go in depth, um, because a lot of guys don't, they're not going to talk about offensive line play. And John Harris is never going to rip Ryan Griffin <laughs> as much as you guys do. Um, and so I, I really feel like you guys, you guys have a really good understanding of what our scheme is about and understand what our extreme deficiencies are. So that like when we go into the draft, um, you know, I feel like Texans fans have a better idea of the direction that we should go. Uh, and I think that has a lot to do with uh, the work that you guys have done. So thank you very much for, for really doing a really badass job on a podcast. No, yeah. Well, we we appreciate the kind words. You know, when uh, when John and I started this, it was uh, it was something that we wanted to just do because we wanted to have like a dedicated time to talk Texans. And then, you know, the first couple episodes came out, and, and once we started to see that there were so many people that were clamoring for Texans podcast, it was like, wow, okay, great. And then, you know, me and John kept wondering, you know, is this something we can do? Like, can we really be a podcast? And, um, you know, it's it's listeners and fans like you guys that make it even easier for us to do it. It's like, I, you know, I know myself and John and, and Brad look forward to um, recording every Monday. It's something that we, we talk about throughout the week. And um, it, it makes it a lot easier when we have people that just truly enjoy listening to us and, and enjoy the, the work and the effort that we put into it. So, um, a lot of you guys have hung in here with through the transition to, you know, this way that we're switching up uh, our recording and 
things like that. So, you know, we appreciate you guys more than you guys realize. And a, a lot of it has to do with the fact that you guys are just constantly showing us love. So it's, it's really appreciated. All right. So final prediction for the season and how far we go into the playoffs. Ryan, tell me where we go. So if I had to, if I, the way I think you have to say it is like you have to, if you were to put a, you know, some money on this bet, so say some sort of large amount of money to where you had to really, really be uh, completely truthful with, with yourself. I feel like the Texans will, will nab probably, I, I think the third seed uh, and I, I don't think that we'll get a first round by, even though I think it is likely. I just, for some reason, I just feel like because we're having these grinded out kind of games, uh, I don't know if, if we'll actually get there. So I'll, I'll, I'll go back. I'll take a little step back and say a third seed. Uh, I think we can get past uh, the first round. Um, and then depending on who we play, uh, New England or Kansas City, I think I'd actually, believe it or not, I think I'd rather play Kansas City uh, in the playoffs. Um but I still feel like they're, gonna, they're still going to be, I think, a little bit too much for uh, this team. And so I feel like, you know, getting to the divisional um, or, I mean, getting to the, to, the, yeah, to the second round, I think, is something that's pretty realistic for this team. Um, and then in the offseason, I feel that they're going to have to start looking at, you know, uh, what other teams are doing, like the Rams, like the Saints, um, like the Chiefs, and really trying to, to maximize, um, you know, kind of a, uh, that young quarter, the young quarterback contract that we currently have, uh, maybe not necessarily the saints, but of course, you know, with what the Eagles did, what the Rams are doing, what the Chiefs are doing. And I think they're going to have to go ahead and sign Le'Veon Bell. Um, I know it's not completely a mold of Bill O'Brien, um, but I feel that in order for us to really take that next step, I think that's that one extra playmaker that can kind of help out Deshaun Watson, I think can really give us a Super Bowl chance next year. So I'm not saying it this year, um, but I think next year, if we can sign the right pieces, uh, I think that that's going to be a big possibility. Interesting. Okay. I would much rather play the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs than uh, New England as well. So I'm I'm right there with you. Um, not with you on the Le'Veon Bell thing, but that's okay. We're allowed to, to disagree. Um, but uh, no, awesome. Well, Ryan, I really do appreciate you coming on. It's nice to be able to have somebody that listens to us on a regular basis and uh, be able to interact with you. I think this is something that we'll probably start doing every once in a while. Um, it's nice to be able to give people an opportunity for their voice to be heard and talk Texans outside of like sports radio, six ten and things like that. Right. So um, I really do appreciate it. Uh, make sure that you join our discord if you haven't already. Um, and uh, I really do appreciate it. Ryan, we'll be talking soon. Hey, thank you so much. Just to let y'all know you guys, you guys are doing it. You guys are doing it well. And uh when I wake up on Tuesday, it's one of the first things I look for to make sure that podcast is up. So y'all guys keep up the good work. That's awesome. No, that's cool. I'm, I'm the same way about podcasts. So it's nice to know that I have a couple podcasts that I know when they release. So it's nice to know that we're making that impact too. So thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much. Wow. What a what an interview. That was awesome to to talk to somebody who listens to us on a regular basis and uh enjoys the podcast and enjoys what we do it's uh it's kind of crazy to be honest with you because like i was telling ryan uh after we were done recording like i mean me and john started this podcast to literally just give people more content throughout the week and to hear some of the words that people are saying and, and things like that it's uh it's kind of crazy so all right, we're live on YouTube. This was the first live stream that I've done. Uh, I know Brad has a ton of experience doing this with his crazy Twitch stream and things like that. Uh, I, I couldn't get Twitch to work in the back 
you'll see the coach's film, which I just got done finishing. Um, I was in Disneyland with my daughter, uh, so I wasn't able to be on the podcast last night. Um, and it, it was really hard to not be a part of the show. So I had to find a way to be able to get to you guys exactly what it is that we, you guys come here for. And that's for all of us to talk about Texans and what we love. And, um, so here I am with my reaction to the Redskins game. We're supposed to be doing another podcast tomorrow and we will be. I know that we were supposed to do more of an in-depth podcast on the Redskins game. And I don't know how I'll be able to keep my thoughts and opinions on this game under wrap during this podcast. So we may end up switching it up and doing a analysis on the Titans game and what we expect. So you guys will be getting three podcasts this week, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it's probably not going to happen very often, but uh, it can happen this week. So it's kind of cool. Uh, all right. So I was walking around Disneyland, had my iPad on. I was streaming from a hotspot, watching the game, going through all the rides while listening to the game and uh, was able to actually uh, catch it all. It was great to be able to experience that in that manner. <laughs> Not saying take your daughter to Disneyland and bring your iPad and watch a game because your daughter, if she's anything like mine, is not going to be happy about that. But uh, so a couple things. So first and foremost, this is the offensive line's worst game in the last, I don't know, I'd say three or four weeks. Um, the, the offensive line did not do a good job. Uh, Kendall Lamb had a bad game. Davenport had a bad game. Um, we'll get to freaking Ryan Griffin here pretty soon. Um, but I mean, the offensive line was just not very good. Uh, and coming off of a bye week, that was not my expectation. I expected our, our offense to honestly start to thrive. I thought we were going to start to see, um, some of what we saw last year before Deshaun got hurt, as I stated the week prior. Uh, and it was the opposite. Um, we, we were not that offense. Deshaun looked pedestrian. Uh, made quite a bit of mistakes. Uh, this team was should have been more prepared. Uh, Demarius Thomas definitely should have been more involved. Um, but we'll stay on the offensive line. So, look, Washington does have a good pass rush. Maybe not statistically. If you look at the box stores for, scores for each game, they're not up there with everybody else. But they do have a good defensive line. Uh, they have a good front seven in general. Um, and Ryan Kerrigan... Looked extremely, extremely strong yesterday. Um, I, I forget some of the other players on on the, on the team that looked really good for the Redskins. But, um, yeah, the, the offensive line has got to get better. If we are going to make a run in the playoffs, the offensive line is going to have to step it up completely. And I understand that we're using our tight ends to chip and, and help with protection. Uh, but Ryan Griffin is fucking awful. He's He's awful. He should not be on the field at any given time when we're talking about protecting Deshaun. So I'm not really sure what happened. And my kids just came in here after I told them specifically not to. So goodbye. Um, Sorry about that. But uh, lots of – with Ryan Griffin, I I just don't understand why he is unable to – it looks like effort to me. It's like he does not want to block. He does not want to be known as a blocker. Uh, if you watch on his chip blocks, they're very minimal. Um, there's a couple that they ba- he basically just nudges. Um, he is he's just should not be on the field. 
Jordan Akins and Jordan Thomas should be on the field 100% of the time moving forward. Both of those players are 10 times better than Ryan Griffin, and maybe they're not better blockers, but they're definitely uh, – they, ha- they have a better chance to develop and turn into what we need by giving them the opportunity to play. And we're hurting their development by not giving them the opportunity and the snaps to be able to become uh, the tight ends that we're hoping they'll be. Jordan Akins had a really good game yesterday. Um, Jordan Thomas was just kind of eh. I mean, there wasn't much from him. And um, but Ryan Griffin's chip blocks, his pass protection in general uh, was awful. Now, back to the offensive line. I said the offensive line was garbage. Look, they actually in the run game, the offensive line was extremely well. And this Redskins defense is uh, top of uh, top tier when it comes to their uh, rush defense. So uh, I'm not really sure what happened in the passing game or why they were not able to keep Deshaun upright and why there was so much pressure so early. But it, it's it's got to change if we're going to be a team that competes. And right now, I, I understand winning is winning, and we're winning, so you can't really complain. But we're not going to win games like this in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, back-to-back weeks on missed field goals, like you can't you can't count on that. You, we have to decide our own fate for that to work, and we have to do more. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, whether it was Deshaun just just having a bad game, I'm not sure. I know Brad thinks that he's hurt. I don't think he's hurt. I think I think he just had a bad game. Um, I, I think Bill O'Brien needs to open it up a little bit. Obviously, with Kiki back, you can see that the offense is starting to resemble what we thought it would. Um and with DT still getting acclimated to what they're expecting from him in in this offense, there's still going to need to be uh, more use of him uh, moving forward. But uh, things are going to have to change, and they're going to have to change rather quick. the The run game is fine, and it's doing its job. But if we want to be a contender, the offense is going to have to move the ball quick. I mean, if anybody watched the the Chiefs Rams game. I mean, there's nobody in their right mind that thinks that we should be able to compete with them uh, with the way that our offense is performing right now. I mean, honestly, like there's no reason for us to think that that's a possibility. Both those teams are far superior to what we're doing. Is it coaching? Sure. Uh, Probably plays a part. Bill O'Brien's a little bit, you know, less aggressive. And, you know, I don't. I'm not sure what the plan is for us to improve and make the impact that is needed, but it's not happening right now. And they're going to have to find a way. They need to involve Demarius Thomas, even if he's just getting acclimated to what we're doing. Um, you know, he obviously is he, he's taking a lot of the double coverage away from De- DeAndre. Uh, you, you can see that on the touchdown pass to DeAndre um, yesterday. A lot of that had to do with where DT was lined up. Um, but at the same time, scoring you know 23 points is just not going to get it done especially when your defense is still giving up some points as well Um, now a lot of that had to do with our turnovers and things like that but it is what it is we're going to have to take steps forward and I don't know if this team it has it in them to be able to do what they did last year Um, so I'm not really sure what's going to happen but we don't have much time to figure it out. So things are going to need to change rather quickly on, uh, on the offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball. Um, we looked, we looked good still. I mean, there was definitely some issues, you know, the lack of Zach Cunningham is just very apparent um, when it comes to coverage. B max being asked to do a lot 
uh, in coverage that he shouldn't be asked to do and he normally can't. And Brian Peters is pretty much a liability uh, on defense. Um, There's multiple missed gap assignments that he had during the game. Um, he's just not a, a, a good football player in the sense of playing every down defense. Special teams, he's great. Um, but when when Zach is back and he's he's out in coverage and he's doing the things that we know he can do, I expect to see a massive, massive improvement on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and then obviously with Aaron Colvin potentially coming back, and then if we can get Dylan Cole back, which should be soon, um, if that's who we designate to come back from IR, the defense should definitely take that next step forward. Now, maybe that next step forward is enough. Maybe that's what we need to uh, to win with this offense, you know, because the defense is is keeping us in games, obviously. And if they could take a couple steps forward with Colvin, Cunningham, and Cole, um, this team can be special. But Deshaun's going to have to take care of the ball. He's going to have to make sure that he's making the right reads. He can't have those lazy throws. Um, you know, that that tip pass, that was just a bad decision by Deshaun. Um, the officiating yesterday was awful, too. Don't get me wrong. There was definitely some – the league in general, like the whole league is going through this right now. Even during the Chiefs-Rams game, I mean, it started off with like six penalties in like five minutes, and they were just lazy, ugly penalties. Um, I just don't know if this offense has enough to do it this year, I guess is my biggest concern. I mean, if the defense does play to the level that I think they can play, then yeah, maybe. Maybe this offense is just enough. But if Deshaun's not going to take care of the ball, it's not going to matter how good their defense is because we're going to be turning the ball over and giving our opponents great field advantage. And and that's not going to help our case. Um, so let's hope that the run game continues. Let's hope that Demarius Thomas gets more involved. Let's hope that Akins and Thomas become the primary tight ends and Ryan Griffin is just never on the field. He doesn't have a role on this team next year anyways, and we save money by cutting him. Um, so I'm still just – I don't understand. It, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm not a coach, obviously. I'm just a guy that loves this team and does a podcast. But um, it, 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 it's just mind-boggling sometimes why Bill O'Brien does what he does. I, I don't – I can't seem to wrap my head around it. And it, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, but with the defense, I mean, J.J., I mean, we had five sacks yesterday. Honey Badger looked good. Cream looked good. He had some plays that he probably wishes he had back. Um, but a lot of those, you know, plays had to do with just the fact that we're missing Zach Cunningham. I don't think people realize the impact that Zach has on this defense. Um, so when he's back, it, it's just it's going to change the whole dynamic. Um, less responsibilities for other players. And um, it, it's going to make everybody's job easier. And then with Colvin back in the in, in the in the slot, um, it's it's it should be very interesting. Uh, JJ looked good. Clowney looked. This is one of those games that I wish I, I actually was talking to John right now because he should be rubbing in my face how amazing Clowney is. Uh, because yesterday's game, even though we only had a sack and I think like two tackles for losses, which in most measures would be a fantastic game. He actually had so much more. I mean, yesterday was a game where Clowney really was disruptive. Um, his presence was felt on every snap that he was in the game. Um, he, I mean, when he's there, you have to, you have to account for him no matter what, if you don't, then good luck because he's going to, he's going to get to your quarterback or he's going to get to your running back. Um, 
so yeah, and then the safeties had a good game. Corners had a good, pretty solid game, honestly. Um, yeah, it sucks for Alex Smith. Uh, that was uh, that was a hard one to watch. If you actually watch that um, here on the coaches' film, it's it's actually extremely it's a, it's it's a rough injury. So um, I'm sure you guys saw uh, Brett Coleman tweeted out a, a link and was challenging Texans fans to donate eleven dollars, which is Alex Smith's jersey number, uh, to the Alex Smith Foundation. Uh, Brett's just like one of those stand up guys that started like we started. Obviously, he's got a much bigger platform, but um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, Brett Coleman, uh, Barry and underscore Fostate on Reddit. His Twitter is uh, Brett Coleman. He does probably the best film analysis in in the league. I, I, I think he's him and Matt Waldman are up there. They he does a great job. So shout out to him for for even starting this and and taking it to the you know as far as he did. Uh, you can find it on TexansUnfiltered.com. Our website is up. So, you know, I, I do encourage you guys to uh, make a a donation um, in regards to Alex Smith's injury. It's just something cool to do, right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's really about it. I don't have too much more. You know, I'm I'm sorry that I wasn't here for the podcast this week. Um, I, I, I'm sure you guys missed me. Uh, I, I missed not being there probably more, though. Um, I don't ever want to miss a podcast again, so... Uh, I probably won't. And you guys will be able to catch us Thursday. Yeah, we'll have the podcast up Thursday to probably touch a little bit on the Redskins game and talk a little bit more about the Titans and what we expect uh, moving forward. But um, with that being said, I am Young Ari Gold signing off for Texans Unfiltered. Make sure you go to our website, TexansUnfiltered.com. Go to our Discord. Uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Houston FB Pod. My dog is going crazy. That's the main reason why I'm ending this podcast so early. Um, and hit our Discord up. That's like it's really cool to see how fast that's grown. And go donate uh, for Alex Smith. It's really a uh, really a cool thing Brett Coleman's doing. So, um, and Devin just told me that he can't hear my dog. I appreciate that, Devin. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, I already ended the podcast, Dev, so it's just a little too late um, for anybody that's wondering how I can see that Devin told me he can't hear me. It's because um, I'm doing YouTube live uh, for the first time and then I'm also recording the podcast. So uh, with that being said, guys, we will catch you guys on Thursday morning. We'll do our Titans uh, analysis, talk a little bit more about the Redskins and what we can expect from players coming back from IR. Uh, and things like that. Make sure you hit our YouTube page. Um, hit like and subscribe. I've always wanted to say hit like and subscribe. I've always made fun of people that did that. And uh, now I, I can't. So because uh, I have a YouTube page. So um, thank you guys again for um, joining every week. It means a lot. Oh, and don't forget, we have a listen to the interview. I'm sure it's I'm going to play it probably before all this. But that's something I think we're going to do moving forward is we're going to have a we're going to have some listeners join our podcast uh, randomly at times to be able to talk Texans. I think it's really cool to be able to provide an opportunity for them to come on and talk outside of Sports Radio 610. So with that being said, this is Young Ari Gold signing off. We will catch you Thursday morning.